Good morning and welcome to First Cup. It's Dave here and again my pleasure to share a brief devotion with you. And uh, this weekend uh, I picked up a book by a guy from East London called Peter Van Ketz. You may have heard of uh, called The Eighth Summit. And uh, he's basically uh, an extreme adventurer and uh, he's, he's uh, rode once single-handedly um, and a second time with a partner across the Atlantic Ocean in a rowing boat. How crazy is that? Um, and a remarkable, remarkable guy with a remarkable story. And uh, and uh, he shares a, a very powerful quote, which is uh, one of the things that got him across the ocean um, by Theodore Roosevelt, um, which uh, was given in a speech in Paris called Citizenship in a Republic. And it goes like this. It is not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. And uh, he shares that, uh, that this quote was actually given by Mandela to Francois Pinar and was read in the change, Springbok change room before the 95 World Cup final against the, the All Blacks. Um, and we all know what, uh, what that did to the, the Springbok team. Doubt and cynicism are the enemy of faith. Playing it safe, not committing, keeping our options open, having an exit plan just in case. This is very much the modus operandi of our generation and especially the, uh, those even younger than us. Even more so with the upheaval of 2020 and coronavirus, it's natural to want to pull back in times of uncertainty. It made me think of the, the parable of the talents, um, the, the servant who buried his single talent out of fear of losing it, um, received great, uh, great rebuke from his master when he returned. Um, and isn't that, isn't that what, what we often do? The great crux of this quote is that there's no reward for the spectators and critics. The credit belongs to the man in the arena. And as believers, whatever we do for God is achieving eternal rewards, regardless of apparent success or failure in worldly terms. So basically, we're set up for victory. Romans eight thirty one: If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. 2 Corinthians 2.14 in the ESV says, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere.
trouble, hardship and suffering are to be expected on this earth, especially for believers. But what may look futile or defeat in worldly terms is achieving eternal glory. 2 Corinthians 4.17 For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Uh, when I, a long time ago, um, when I was still single, I was uh, traveling with a friend um, on a surfing holiday. I'd been uh, working in the UK as a locum doctor, paying off a loan, and uh, um, and I was taking a surfing break in Bali, um, fortunately surfing with a with a believing mate of mine, Pete. Um, and I was coming up to the end of my year. I paid off my loan and was planning to to spend a second year working in the UK just to just to rake in some more pounds and do some more travelling, which uh, seemed like a seemed like a good option. And uh, fortunately, my my friend. Pete, who'd connected with me from South Africa, um, challenged me about just my motives and was did I actually feel God was calling me to do that for the next year, and uh, and and the Holy Spirit <laughs> convicted me that um, that that actually wasn't the the right the right move, and and I and I really felt God speak to me about about being a living stone, um, and uh, um, the the picture in the Bible about. Uh, as, as living stones being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. And, and, I, and I just had a revelation that all the stone needs to do is just to be there, you know, just to be in place, uh, the stone of a building. And then, you know, other stones are, other stones are built on top. Um, and, uh, and I just felt, uh, felt God speaking to me about needing to come back to South Africa and get, get stuck into our church again and that I could be that living stone rather than a, than a rolling stone. Um, and uh, yeah, I, th- I just feel that's that's really key um, in terms of as believers, just making sure that we plugged in, that we that we engage, that we're in the arena, um, that we that we prepared to you know, prepared to sacrifice, we prepared to be available, um, and and that's how God's going to build His church and and build His kingdom. So the challenge is for us this morning is: Are we fully in the arena for Jesus? Or have we let criticism, cynicism, and doubts rob our faith? Matthew eleven twelve says that from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, and forceful men and women lay hold of it. The question is, are we going to be part of advancing the kingdom of God in our day? It is advancing. It's just a question of whether we, whether we have the joy of being involved in that. Are we engaged? Are we serving? Are we reliable? Are we available to God and our leaders? Are we full of faith, ready to go, to give, to share, to pray? Maybe we need to pick up and dust off some dreams and promises in God that we've let go of. Let's ask God to enlarge our faith, our vision, and our dreams again. In Jesus' name, amen.